Hello, this is Feather, and you are listening to Splintercast Reads Words of Radiance. Last time we had fun with computer problems, and now it's very late at night, but there's a chasm fiend coming for Shalon and Kaladin, and I had to see what happened. So we're going to read one more chapter. Okay. Alright, um, so chapter 70 is From a Nightmare. So, ooh. Tanavest's design in the epigraph. Huh. So, he hasn't taken the life of another of the sixteen. Millennia have passed. How long has it been since Elantris? Because, huh, um, because he splintered Aeona and Sky shards, didn't he? Devotion and Dominion? That's been confirmed. Has it been millennia since then? That seems like a long time. Anyway, I don't know. Um, smart people. Cosmere people. You get back to me on that, okay? I'll stay over here with character development and all that. Anyway, so, Kaladin, scrambling down the chasm. Let's see what happens. <laughs> and he's not going to abandon her to be eaten by a chasm fiend. That's good. Yeesh, and it's after them. Or maybe she's got Stormlight. Oh, it's coming after them. It's coming after them. Ooh. In moments, the entire place went from fecund to barren. I like that word, too. I'm a fan of the word fecund. It doesn't get used very often, but yeah, that would be like lush and green to barren. Huh. And now she's leading the way. Ooh, and it is dark now. Yeesh. Okay, so I'm guessing she's going to throw up an illusion to try to hide them. Oh, he hasn't seen Syl since the fall? Oh, no. Where is Syl? Ooh, so... Huh. So she led them back, so they've lost all their progress, but... Oh my goodness, she's gonna go see it. Are you insane? Probably. Light above, you crazies. Yes, princeling, I let your betrothed wander off in the darkness to get eaten by a chasm fiend. No, I didn't go with her. Yes, I'm a coward. <laughs> goodness. Huh, sinuous and sleek. Interesting. Huh. So they're, it's the same spren that follow the sky eels. Oh, system spike. Nuh-uh. Not tonight. Ha. Take that, system. Beat you. Okay, sorry. Okay, so it's, yeah, they're the sky eel spren. Ha-ha. Huh. Okay, so maybe she didn't use an illusion to hide them. Interesting. <laughs> she's fascinated by it. Huh. Ooh, and she's out of stormlight, and he's out of stormlight. Kaladin long legs, nice. We should be able to get back in plenty of time. Yeah, the way he said it made her immediately start worrying. Uh-oh. Ah, yes, the Bridgman grunt, a language unto, unto itself. I'll need to go over the morphemes and tones with you. I'm not quite fluent yet. <laughs> Ooh, so she's a Chalon's talking linguistics, morphemes, and tones. Interesting. <laughs> You'd make a terrible bridgeman. Too short? Well, yes. And too female. I doubt you'd look good in the traditional short trousers and open vest. Or rather, you'd probably look too good. Might be a little distracting for the other bridgeman. <laughs> Storms, you're not drawing a picture of you wearing one of those outfits. Yes, of course. I'm drawing salacious pictures of myself for you, after only a few hours together in the chasm. You have quite the imagination, bridge boy. <laughs> Good.
goodness. So now, now we're drawing smutty pictures. We're joking about drawing smutty pictures for each other. I'm amused. Although she's pro she's not. She maybe. Oh, I'm just I'm just amused by this. It's funny. <laughs> Whoops. Vale would have had words for her. Oh. oh, so now they're sleeping. Now I want to sleep. And Spike. Nope. Be right back. There we go. Um, I feel like Spike is going to turn into a curse word for me because, oh goodness, it makes me want to curse every time I see those numbers rising up from 5% to 80, 90, 100 in less than a second. Anyway, okay, so they sleep and now it looks like they are going to be awake. <laughs> sure, that got a laugh out of him, storming man. Oh. So we've replaced the Adolin Kaladin rivalry with a Shallan Kaladin rivalry, which has not, which has sort of been a thing, but not quite as much as the Adolin Kaladin, Kaladin rivalry before. So let's see. <laughs> Unlike the aforementioned Drool, she's even witty in her head. I like it. How dare he be this chipper in the morning? Oh, <laughs> he got it. <laughs> oh. She's not really making sense with her being mad at her stomach. <laughs> what are you thinking about? I was considering how nice it was to have a little silence with nobody bothering me. Liar. Why do you try so hard to put people off? Maybe I just don't want to have another argument. You won't. It's far too early for arguments. Try it. Give me an insult. I don't insult now. I'd rather walk these chasms with a compulsive murderer than you. At least then when the conversation got tedious, I'd have an easy way out. And your feet stink. See? Too early. I can't possibly be witty at this hour. So no arguments. <laughs> Besides, no murderer would agree to accompany you. Everyone needs to have some standards, after all. Hmm, careful. That was almost like a smile. And earlier this morning, I could swear you were cheerful. Well, mildly content. Anyway, if you start to be in a better mood, it will destroy the whole variety of this trip. Variety? Yes. If we're both pleasant, there's no artistry to it. You see, great art is a matter of contrast. Some light, some darks. The happy, smiling, radiant lady. And the dark, brooding, malodorous bridgeman. That malodorous? A great figure painting shows the hero with inherent contrast, strong yet hinting at vulnerability, so that the viewer can relate to him. Your little problem would make for a dynamic contrast. How would you even convey that in a painting? Besides, I'm not malodorous. Oh, so you're getting better. Yay. Confusion. <laughs> I will graciously take that as a sign that you're amazed that I can be so humorous at such an early hour. I'm really not very witty. You just happen to be so stupid, so it seems that way. Contrast, remember? <laughs> Goodness. Oh. Something about you encourages me to crack wise, even in the morning. Huh. Ooh, there was a sort of rugged handsomeness to the fellow. Like the beauty of a natural rock formation, as opposed to a fine sculptor like, sculpture like Adolin. 
please continue to describe their faces. Yes, please thank. Um, actually, I need you to go start describing Renarin's face, and like, then maybe the rest of what he looks like in his different uniforms. And also, what color is his hair? Um, we have not had confirmation on what color Renarin's, Renarin's hair is, I don't think. Which is annoying, because we get so much description of Adolin's hair, and none of his brother's. So, yeah. More Renarin description, please. Preferably in the Shallan fawning over him variety, so that I can fawn it. I'm sorry, this is- it's really early, <laughs> and I'm very tired, so I'm probably getting weird. Not that I wasn't weird before, but like, more of the weirdness is coming. The things that I usually try to suppress are like, I don't have the energy to suppress them. I'm with Shalon. It's it's too early for this. So, all right, I'm gonna stop talking about never th whatever that was. Okay. Hmm. Adolin is a delightful surprise. Hmm. <laughs> what would a Bridgman think if he heard her clothing buzz? Maybe he'd think you were texting your boyfriend again. Oh wait, you use spam reads to do that. Ha 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 ha. So Kaladin's figuring out her evil plans that aren't so evil because she's just trying to figure things out. He talked like an educated light-eyes. Yes, he does. Thought one of them was a shash friend. His hair's getting in the way. <laughs> Sorry. I'm kind of... I'm in a mood this morning. And that mood is appreciative of the attractive Bridgman, apparently. And attractive Colin brothers who are not here, but I'm going to appreciate them anyway. <laughs> You seem to have thought about this a great deal. It's my job. Are you really surprised, Shalon, that he's trying to figure you out? <laughs> and who will replace them? Dark Eyes? I'm not saying it would be easy. They'll need more slaves. A lot of honest men might find themselves with brands. Still sore about what happened to you, I assume? Wouldn't you be? Yes, I suppose I would. I am sorry that you were treated in such a way, but it could have been worse. You could have been hanged. I wouldn't have wanted to be the executioner who tried that. Kaladin, you got you got a dark streak. <laughs> oh, and now she's being punny. Oh gosh. Okay, that makes sense. It's not that you aren't witty, Shalon, I just feel like you try too hard. The world is not a sunny place, and frantically trying to turn everything into a joke is not going to change that. I kind of like that he's mentioning that there, because that was actually one of the... Back far, far before, um, in my very first read-through of Way of Kings, one of the things that I originally, like, didn't really like about Shallan was that I felt she was trying too hard to be witty. Um, that it didn't really come naturally. So, I like that there's a character in World mentioning that. So I've grown to like I've I've grown to appreciate her kind of humor though. You're doing it again. Sorry. Alright, here it is. I can imagine how the world must appear to someone like you. Growing up pampered with everything you want. To someone like you, life is wonderful and sunny and worth laughing over. It's not your fault, and I shouldn't blame you. You haven't had to deal with pain or death like I have. Sorrow is not your companion. See, you just said something very, very funny. It's not that kind of funny, though. So, let me see. You think I've lived a simple, happy life full of sunshine and joy. 
but you also imply that I've got dark, evil secrets, so you're suspicious of and even hostile to me. You tell me that I'm arrogant and assume that I consider dark eyes to be playthings, but when I tell you that I'm <clears throat> what I'm trying to do to protect them and everyone else, you imply that I'm meddling and should just leave well enough alone. Huh. <laughs> she kind of picked him apart. Little bit. <laughs> wow. She's getting snarky again. Alright. So intense. And now they're heading the wrong direction again. How are they going to get out? Isn't the ice storm supposed to hit that night? Oof, I really don't know if they're going to be able to make it. And that's the end of the chapter. So, ooh, and it looks like we are not flipping directly back to Kaladin, so I'm definitely going to go to bed, because it's 4.56 in the morning, and I do have classes tomorrow. So, after somewhat of a harrowing night, I am going to call it here, and we will see how all of this ends up tomorrow, I guess. Hopefully, I kind of want to be able to finish... I have been warned by people in the know that I need to read part five all in one go. So, let me see. Let's let's do a little page count here. Um, so I am in part four. Part five starts on 919, and I am on 841. So, yep. Um, so I can probably, let's see. If I can finish part four tomorrow and the interludes, I can read part five on the day after that, which is Thursday. And then, yeah, Friday, I'm headed back home to fly out for the release. Ooh, exciting. All right. Um, Sorry, you guys don't care about my schedule. Um, I'm just kind of thinking out loud. And like I said, it's very early in the morning, so I'm kind of not super thinking straight. Anyway, um, with that, I will call it a night. So, this is Feather, signing off.